0: The name is uh, Opposite name. Just that nigga smoking blunt, still so spitting that game. Used to call me foe 20, but that shit all the same. I'm all in May like Texas holdin' my C5 up patrolling. Where?
1: But they, hey, uh, welcome to uh, my podcast. This is the uh, first episode of Hop Topics. My name is Chris Hopkins. Uh, you might know me as a stand-up comic, uh MMA uh fan writer and contributor and uh Ex-Semi-Pro football player and a knowledgeable fan. And uh, back on the air trying to uh, get my podcast off the ground and reach the masses. And it's uh, nice to be able to uh, contact you. I'm here at uh, Breaker 17 Studios here in lovely North Georgia, tucked in. I think I saw Early Kyler from uh, Squidbillies on the way in. So it's a a nice North Georgia day, mid-80s. I want to thank uh, the Comedy Catch for having me out uh, last weekend and uh, opening up for uh, Tim Wright. Bridget Martin for putting me on, and the uh, shout out to my friends in Atlanta at the uh, Laughing Skull for getting me out there regularly too. Got uh, some upcoming shows uh, in the month of June and July, and some other uh, travel things I'm working on. But that's another uh, topic for later in the show. And I want to kind of get to current events. Today is June 4th, uh, the day before uh, Game Three of the Finals. The uh, series goes back to uh, Golden State. Back to uh, Oracle Arena, which this is the last stretch of games in Oracle Arena one way or the other. Uh, the end of the finals. They're uh, moving over to San Francisco in the new arena, and that will be all for Oakland. But the first two games have not uh, disappointed at all. Toronto really uh, came out strong. Game one, Ky- uh, not Kyrie Irving, but uh, Kawhi Leonard, the uh, cyborg, really came out and did his thing. Let me go ahead and get my notes together. Rumbling and stumbling. Uh, Toronto won 118 to 109 uh, off a big game, actually, by uh, Pascal Siakam. I really haven't been following basketball this much, but I've been watching uh, Pascal Siakam. And uh, Fred Van, Van Fleet, I think that's his name. And all I can think is, is did, he, did they get these two dudes from Labor Ready or where they find these guys at? Because they out there playing basketball like their lives depended on, it and I never heard of them before in my lives. And Game 1, they really took over. Uh, Siakam was really a beast. He had a 32 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. I think uh, Steph Curry was under the weather, and they really didn't have that, uh, that full team oomph. I think they're still missing the presence of... Uh, Kevin Durant in Game 1. Uh, game 2 turned out to be a totally different story. It was back and forth in the first half. Uh, at the end of the first half, I think it was a pretty close game. And then in the third quarter, Golden State took off on like an 18-0, to 18-2 run. Boogie Cousins started the game and was really a game changer with that size, what, 6'11", 300 pounds, or at least close to it, maybe over 300 pounds, but moving like that, he had a double-double off the off the bench, uh, points and rebounds, and Billy really made a lot of plays that didn't show up on the stat sheet. Clay uh, Thompson uh, led the team with 25 points. But the uh, question with Clay is he left the game with an injury that's still being monitored. Uh, They're waiting on MRI results returning back to Oakland. So his status for Game 3 is unsure. There's an unspecified uh, situation with Steph Curry. Some people say illness. Steph nor the team wants to really uh, verify what's going on. They're playing it close to the vest. But you can tell that Steph Curry wasn't his normal self starting the game off. He started like 0 for 5. But... This game is really going to be decided in the very next game. If uh, Toronto and uh, the superhero named Kawhi Leonard can pull something out, I don't know where they got this dude from, but his hand size, his agility, his ability to go to the basket and create things and just make things happen out of uh, thin air and be spectacular and efficient at the same time is really mind-blowing and reminds you of, you know, greats like Jordan or Bird, you know, not to sound, you know, basketball blasphemous, but he's really on that level. He's proved it time and time again, just willing this Toronto team to the finals for the first time and his history in San Antonio. So game three is going to be a really interesting watch. I really do think that, uh, Golden State's going to wind up pulling it out. I'm not sure if Toronto will be able to get another game. I think they're going to play hard. I think Toronto uh, Golden State's going to get home, get healthy. Durant's going to be available by game four at the latest, and I think it winds up going 4-1. Golden State, 4-2 at the very latest to end the uh, run of the Golden State Warriors dynasty as we know it. I do think that uh, Kevin Durant will be leaving And who wind up staying and coming and going after that is really going to be anyone's guess. Also, uh, Kawhi Leonard very much up in the air. If he returns to Toronto, a lot of signs are pointing to uh, him taking himself uh, and his talents to Southern California where he's comfortable and playing for the Clippers. Or if uh, LeBron James has his way, playing for him at the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. And uh, I want to thank y'all for uh, hanging in there with me and discussing the uh, NBA portion of our show. I've got a quick break coming up here. Going to tell you a bit about one of our sponsors and then be back in a moment.
0: Just that nigga smoking blood so spitting that game. Used to call me four twenty, but that shit all the same. I'm all in May, like Texas holding My C5 patrolling. Where? But they fucking with me, cause the I finished me. my weed and hit my drink in my seat. I freeze these and lead through the streets. Static, like Columbus,
1: that me and uh welcome back to Hop Topics. Uh coming back to the uh June fourth show, covering the uh world of MMA going on right now. We got a lot of the greats about to uh get back into action. Johnny Bone Jones will be uh, defending the title against uh, Tiago Santos at uh, UFC 239. Uh, Daniel Cormier is finally going to give Stipe Miocic his uh, rightful rematch. And just announced today, uh, wow, Khabib uh, versus Dustin Poirier. And uh, UFC 242 September 7th in Abu Dhabi, so Khabib's back in action. So it uh, looks like uh, the guys who really have the claim for the uh, best in the world right now are all going to be in action. I want to start off with the uh, John Jones uh, matchup. I think they're just kind of throwing him somebody to stay busy. I think Santos, is he's been active, but he really hasn't beaten anybody of a uh, name. Uh, Jimmy Manuel was basically just beaten a retirement. And was on a, a, a lost streak. So that really doesn't hold too much water to me. And plus someone who's lost uh, by knockout to uh, David Branch. Also has losses to uh, Musasi and Uriah Hall. I really don't think uh, Santos has a chance in hell of beating Johnny Bones. Jones Santos himself has said him and his uh, camp hasn't been able to find any holes in a John Jones game. It has kind of resorted to uh, the usual tactic, uh, tactics of uh, attacking Jones' character. And... You know, his past run-ins with the law and other, you know, missteps with... That's only just going to fuel John Jones and make your uh, medical bills higher. I just think this is going to be a walkover for John Jones. Is just something to keep active. Him trying to recoup some of the money that he lost when he was inactive for his suspension. And uh, maybe kind of set it up for the winner of uh, Daniel Cormier versus uh, Stipe. Or if uh, Daniel Cormier actually does retire to maybe uh, move up to heavyweight and fight Stipe. I don't think this is going to be a given fight for uh, Daniel Cormier. I think DC also knows that. That's why he was chasing the Brock Lesnar fight for so long. And then also uh, Doug Stipe taking the fight against uh, Derrick Lewis, which I'm not that mad at. I mean, get paid, Derrick Lewis. But D- Stipe, you got to go ahead and get the champions his, his just. That was the longest reign in UFC heavyweight champion in the world. He had finished some monsters. And you caught him with a good one. It was a quick knockout. You know We're going to see what happens this next fight. I do uh, feel like that I I don't think that I can call a fight one way or another enough to bet on. I do think that you can bet on a much longer fight. I think that both men will just be ready to bow down on their mouthpieces. They're going to take a little bit longer to feel each other out and try to fight and drag it into the later rounds and see if uh, each one can kind of dominate their own particular style and wind up getting a W. I think uh, Stipe is an accomplished wrestler, but uh, no one's on the uh, level of wrestling uh, Daniel Cormier. So DC is going to try his best to uh, make this a grappling rack. I mean, DC won my knockout last time. He also has hands, but I think Stipe has a, li- a slight edge in the, in the striking I think uh, Daniel Cormier might have a slight power edge, but Stipe is a, a lot more technical boxer. I think he's going to be crisper on the feet. I think Daniel Cormier is going to throw bombs and look to set up the uh, takedowns, and Stipe is really going to have to stay moving and, and pick him apart and really really stay smart and, and hope to catch D.C. with some strikes or to really, you know, maybe put together a John Jones-type performance and really diversify his his attacks to get the best of D.C. Um I don't see it going the distance. I think somebody's going to wind up getting the finish in round four or five. I think it's going to be a war at least after round three. Uh, I don't. I don't think it'll be a quick fight. I'm pulling for uh, Stipe, but it could go either way. I would not be surprised to see Daniel Cormier win and then maybe go ahead and retire. He's great in the booth and maybe go ahead and just hang it up after that. I know he wants to fight John Jones at heavyweight, but that's the one fight I actually see John Jones ducking. He doesn't want to fight uh, DC at that weight. Uh, all remains to be seen. Both people uh, have to win their fights. Uh, as uh, John Ruiz showed us this weekend, anything can happen. So you uh, got to go ahead and see how they, they turn out. I do see uh, Bones winning and probably uh, DC uh, just a slight favorite if I had to uh, put money down on it. Also, the uh, big name fight to uh, today announced uh, Khabib versus uh, Dustin Poorer. I think that's going to be an excellent fight. I think Khabib is going to win, but I think Dustin's going to really push him. I think Dustin's going to hit him with some stripes, maybe get Khabib in more trouble than we've seen him in, but I still think Khabib's going to win with that grappling style. He's going to wind up dragging him to the ground. Uh, Never count anybody out. It's it's crazy to see Khabib really stay undefeated this long. He's at, what, 27-0 now, which is amazing in any kind of sport uh amazing especially in combat sports and even more ridiculous in mma when you have so many different styles and uh attack that you have to prepare for uh he's just been able to dominate with you know just otherworldly wrestling and, and we're gonna see what's gonna happen september 7 in abu dhabi of course we're just now uh beginning june so uh we know how this uh, goes in a uh, UFC and uh, MMA uh, world. We'll see if they can both make it healthy to that date if uh, we don't wind up having four more interim fights before the end or somebody dropping out. But that'd be a real nice one to see if it actually uh, plays out. Got some other uh, local Ohio favorites in action. Jessica I is going to be fighting for the belt. Uh, UFC 238 coming up this weekend versus uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Not that many people are uh, giving Jessica Aya uh, a chance, but, you know, she's used to that, and she's also used to coming out on top when not giving too much of a chance, so go in there and whoop their ass for Cleveland, Jessica. We behind you, and then uh, my boy uh, Dan Spawn is back in action on the uh, the PFL, the Professional Fighters League, coming up this Thursday against a motherfucker. I'm going to try to pronounce his name. I hope don't know Russians come to my house if I fuck his name up. Bozgit Atayev. We're going to try to. Uh, I, but, Ms. Mr. Taev, if I butchered your son's name, I, I sincerely apologize. Don't come get a nigga in the headlock. Uh, I'm pulling for all those guys. Also, uh, check out for the local guys' uh, IT Fight series in Columbus, Ohio, and uh, guys uh, traveling all over. Uh, that's it for the little uh, MMA section for uh, the June 4th show. Got some more Hop Topics coming back. Catch me after the break.
0: My name is. Just that nigga smoking so always spitting that gang Used to call me 420, but that shit all the same I'm all in, maine like Texas holding my c 5-0 patrolling Where? But they ain't Where? fucking with me Cause the I is- finished my weed and hit my drink in my seat I breeze easily through the streets like Columbus by these these Be steady, giving me numbers I guess my cheesy's elite, cause I'm getting good numbers Man, who these niggas be? I ain't fucking with runners, I move with bosses and stunners From Burnside, You on
1: top of the numbers Ain't no jobs, it's not just Hey, this is uh, Chris Hopkins. Welcome back to uh, Hop Topics. Uh, this is early June, but it's never too early to talk about uh, football, especially uh, college and NFL. NFL uh, pre, uh, the mini camps are starting to fill up uh, past the, mand- uh, the uh, voluntary, so we're starting to get into the uh, mandatory mini camps. I know the uh, Patriots, for one, came back this week. Uh, college football is right around the corner. Uh, teams are starting to uh, trickle back on campus, and we're going to see who's going to wind up challenging Clemson for the uh, the title this year. One team I, I've got my eye on, and I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio, a little bit more about myself. I've been uh, living in Chattanooga, Tennessee for the last five years, and I'm loving the South. I, I think I'm going to be down here for a while, was an uh, Ohio State fan growing up. Was a big fan of Jim Trestle. Not so much an Urban Meyer. I like the results, just not so much the guy. Going to give the new coach Ryan Day a chance. I'll always keep my eye on the Buckeyes, but I'm looking for a team a little bit closer to my new home to kind of get my allegiance to. So I'm test-driving teams for my new uh, team to have permanent allegiance to, at least for this year. So the, uh, the first team I'm going to take a peek at And I hear y'all giggling, fuck y'all. I like who the fuck I want to like. Y'all keep the same funky-ass teams. I can pick me a new team. Fuck you. First team I'm going to take a look at is the uh, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets with their uh, new incoming coach, Jeff Collins. Uh, One of the reasons I've got my eye on Georgia Tech is they're scrapping that old bullshit-ass high school offense they've been running forever with like 16 running backs and no quarterback, no uh, forward passing game. Jeff Collins is uh, coming in from a couple successful uh, seasons at Temple. Went 15-10 uh, and 10 overall as the head coach at Temple. Was the defensive coordinator on some uh, strong SEC uh, defenses. I think he was a D coordinator on the uh, Florida team under Dan Mullen that led the uh, league in defense. So he knows how to uh, get some W's and get some defenders uh, chasing after that football. Plus, he's in the middle of the hottest recruiting uh, area now in the country. It's where uh, Justin Fields, the uh, quarterback, he just transferred from Georgia to Ohio State. He's a uh, Atlanta native. You got talent like Cam Newton out of Atlanta. Just tons of talent in Atlanta, the uh, surrounding Georgia area. I think that uh, Georgia Tech has just been cheating themselves all these years running that offense. Other teams and coaches could be like, "Why would you want to go to Georgia Tech running that terrible offense? You're never going to win a championship, nor get looked at, you know, by the NFL." So now that they've got that off their back, they can really be a national power. He doesn't have to deal with uh, the uh, you, uh the uh, SEC schedule. He's not going to be dealing with the likes of the uh, Alabama Crimson Tide or LSU. He's got the ACC. Well, you will have to deal with the uh, Clemson Tigers and uh, Coach Dabo Sweeney, who he's trying to take a lot of cues from. Uh, he's got DJs at the, uh, the practices. He had young Jeezy come in and run some drills. He's really trying to connect to the players. But it still leaves it to remain to be seen If he can actually uh, put the product on the field You can try to imitate Dabo Let's see if you can get Dabo type results I'm really kind of looking at Georgia Tech. I'm going to try and check out a game. A ticket should be pretty available, and it's going to be right downtown in a beautiful Atlanta. I love Georgia Tech's campus. So I got my eye on y'all, Georgia Tech. I might be rooting for y'all this year for better or for worse. I'm going to check out the Tennessee Volunteers and a couple other teams right now, man, Georgia Tech. I got my eye on you. So we're going to see how they go. Now, as far as my NFL allegiance, I stay working, working for those uh, Cincinnati Bengals, who they? who they think they're going to beat them Bengals, basically every damn body in any meaningful games the last few years. But we're going to let that slide. 2019 is a whole new year. We're uh, real optimistic about our incoming coach. Another team with uh, optimism also out the uh, Buckeye State is those uh, Cleveland Browns from up there on the shore. Uh, Cleveland Browns camp also started. First time to uh, camp, actually, uh, I think he came to one voluntary camp, caught a couple passes. Hopped off in this bright orange pumpkin, brand new uh, Rolls Royce, uh, and uh, drove into the sunset. And now he's back as uh, Odell Beckham Jr., the uh, much-badly-hood acquisition from last year. All the uh, pomp and circumstances and the fantasy football projections, and we got this guy and we got that guy. All that's just about to be over with, Browns fans, and we're going to actually have to play some fucking football and see if you can all put it together. Just hoping that Cleveland has the uh, correct color, hair color, uh, to keep OBJ happy. And I think they should work out there. They got a lot of talent. He's going to be playing with his uh, college friend and teammate. Uh, Jarvis Landry they also have the uh, running back stable of uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt when he comes back from uh, his suspension and we're going to see what Baker Mayfield can do in year two see if he can beat the sophomore Jinx Uh, teams do have film on him now they've been uh, seeing uh, what works for him what didn't work for him and they're going to be game planning to contain him with a whole season of film I'm sure Pittsburgh and especially uh, the Baltimore Ravens have really had their eye on Baker Mayfield and to see what they can do to try to contain the man who uh, set the rookie touchdown record last year. Uh, I'm a big Bengals fan, but just to see this much excitement uh, around the uh, Cleveland Browns and uh, generated by the Browns, it, uh, it really warms my heart. I'm really pulling for the Browns. It was great when LeBron was uh, able to bring a lot of excitement to Cleveland and win a title Uh, But the Cavs are one thing. The Browns are a whole different animal as far as uh, Cleveland, Northern Ohio, and the whole state of Ohio goes. And, you know, once the Browns are competitive and strong again, I just think that makes the NFL better for everybody. So I'm really rooting for that, man. I I think that's going to be really, really cool to see. I'm excited for the Browns. Uh, Another Ohio native, uh, Le'Veon Bale, got his uh, pockets full out of Groveport, Ohio. He reported to the Jets. He got that uh, contract, I think it's like $65 million overall, 35 guaranteed, which was what he was looking for. Pittsburgh didn't want to give him the guaranteed money. And uh, being a running back, him being smart, knowing the business, he wanted to hold out, and he got his guaranteed contract. It's been a little bit of uh, dust uh, rumbling with the Jets. They've uh, had a shakeup, got rid of the GM. There was a lot of uh, discord as to whether they should uh, have given Le'Veon the money and if he was the guy that they really wanted around, the guy that uh, – pulled the trigger and uh, made Le'Veon a jet, is gone. And we're going to see what had, what winds up happening. There are some rumors that they might even trade him before the season, which seems stupid to sign somebody to a contract that huge in the, the trade before a game even starts. So this marriage is already on the rocks. Uh, Le'Veon reported to uh, Camp today. I think he's cool either way because he got paid, which is a double-edged sword. I mean, he doesn't have as much to worry about, but... When you get out of satin sheets And you don't have that hunger in, in your belly anymore We'll see if the uh, the same player shows up Or he still has the type of drive To uh, compete like he once did I know the uh, Jets coaching staff and fans Are really hoping that he does So we'll see I'm not really that big of a fan of the Jets uh, I like Le'Veon Bell as a person I like to see Columbus boys do good But he's a stealer so fuck him So we're going to see how that uh, that plays out I'll be throwing eggs and hating on that situation all season Another situation that I'm hating on, man, and I'm going to have to get out of here because it just pisses me off, is it was bad when the song first came out. It was kind of cute. The Old Town Road bullshit with the little cowboy dude, yeah, black guy, he's rapping country, and it kind of pissed people off. And then, uh, what, Billy Ray Cyrus got involved. And then, you know, they wound up hitting number one on the country billboards, and now I think it's the number one song, and it's on every fucking commercial, every fucking movie ad, every fucking sporting team and venue is playing this damn Old Town Road song, and it makes me want to puke. I'm sorry if I just cuss 19 times in a row. Um, if you got kids in the room, I apologize to your kids, but your kids' brains is probably rotted listening to that bullshit. I might just be an old man hating, but please, can we just can we get past Old Town Road? Can we get to the next dumbass song? Can y'all just start playing Who Let the Dogs Out again, or fucking Pump Up the Jam? Can we get something other than fucking Old Town Road? Just anything. That's my rant, man. I'm done pissing. I don't want to end the show on, on a shitty note. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, thank some people that's been real good to me these last few months. I mentioned earlier, um, being at the uh, Comedy Catch recently, I got to compete in the uh, competition to go compete in the uh, World Series of Comedy Satellite and coming up here in Sarasota, Florida in July. Uh, I was really honored to compete. I was not selected to go. Two very uh, worthy uh, people, Natasha Ferrier and... Um, I forget, it was a, a dude from uh, St. Louis that came down, and uh, uh, Eric, Eric Brown. Eric Brown and Natasha Ferry are both going. I think that they were both uh, really great choices. I think that they can actually not just go and be there, but go in advance. So we're rooting for them to uh, represent Chattanooga. Uh, another big thanks to Bridget for getting me you know, a whole bunch of shows and exposure in Chattanooga, and uh, Michael and the uh, Comedy Catch for having me back. Always a big thank you to uh, the Laughing Skull in Atlanta that's been keeping me coming back. And uh, Joe Smith's been helping me out and supporting uh, all of Atlanta comedy. I uh, want to also thank my friends At the uh, Bang, Ra- uh, Bang Cartoon uh, Radio Hour i uh, been big big fans of theirs For over the years And uh, they kind of been giving me support and, and guidance here too Trying to get off the ground So if you uh, get a chance Check out uh, Bang Cartoon uh, Radio I think it's uh, bangradio.com Or something Check it out You can google it and find it uh, Always uh, shout out to my friends At uh, Scratch House And uh, everybody out there Trying to do everything they can To get better every day This is uh, Chris Hopkins uh, Thanks for checking out Top top is K.Y.O next time I got a bad attitude
0: like PA with rackets I stay strapped and got 80 wax in my mattress uh-huh. all they are talking to stop it pull out your pistol and pop it they say that I'm a psychotic I'm just saloon new right <laughs> look crazy I'm super erotic the hell a non toxic bomb bag your broccoli switch it up now let's probably the track just like karate Louis drip like you kiss <sighs>